Hey, look who has his TV clothes on, huh? <laughs> your, your boy is ready. Jumped in that booth. Jumped in that Superman phone booth over here. Actually just moved over to the side here in the rafters here in the stands and uh, switched it up a little bit. You know? uh-huh. yeah. Get ready. Yeah. Okay. What went into the decision to wear the uh, this outs- uh, outfit tonight? Uh, you know, I usually try on a road trip to at least have one purple, uh-huh. you know, to fully represent the Kings. And I felt like, you know what, uh, this would be, you know, the Phoenix Suns. They got a little bit of purple in That's there. Right. That's right. You know, and so uh, OKC, I thought, yeah, this would be a good one to round out the road trip with. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing that killed me about the, if you remember the play-in, which seems like so long ago now. Yep. So many teams had purple on the court and the Kings were not one of the teams that had the purple. But, right? That's just the way. Utah did, I think, and as you said, uh, Phoenix. But anyway, onward and upward tonight, the Kings against the uh, Denver Nuggets. Do you want to hear what your favorite instigator has to say on the Uh, YouTube chat? Yeah, what we got, what we got. Ultimate Kingpin, hashtag Brown, get out of town. Oh, my gosh. We just had Scott Hastings on for 20 minutes telling us we got the right guy. Mike Brown's the guy. And we going to let some Yahoo named <laughs> Ultimate Kingpin tell us that our coach had come on. Uh, yeah. This is uh, America in 2024, man. It's yeah. crazy. I, I, Ultimate Kingpin knows better <laughs> than the people who are in charge and the experts. Uh, Manny, too legit. White and drapes. What are you guys expecting from the guys tonight in this back-to-back game? Think we'll be able to execute to get this win, or will we be too gassed, drapes? I don't think we'll be too gassed. I think, you know, this is one of those games where it's the last game before All-Star break. In my mind, you should leave it all on the line, right? Like, because you got a week off. And so, you know, going in on a three-game losing streak, that would leave a sour taste in my mouth. And Mm -hmm. so I think the boys will be ready. Uh, I'm interested to see Darren Fox because, you know, he laid it on the line last night, had a big game last night. You know, I, I want him to come out strong and have a big game tonight as well and obviously the the center matchup i'm looking for i think our guys will be ready i would love to see trey lyles play tonight Uh, i think he is you know like i said earlier he uh has been around the team you know he had that illness sat out last night but he's been around the team was at the meal today and everything so uh i i think our boys will be ready tonight man yeah i think there's a very good chance that the nuggets will be without their starting backcourt because jamal murray kcp both i think at last official note they were they were questionable. Yes. Uh, and, you know, the Nuggets, as Scott Hastings detailed for us when it came on the show, they, they played so well, and they came against the Lakers on national TV, and the Kings knocked them around, and, and, and so did the, the Bucks. So they're looking to get right before the break as well. Yeah, this is uh, a, a Nuggets team who had been playing some great basketball before last week or so. You know, they had battled all their way. I think they might have been tied for first. At one point, but since they lost their last two, I think they've dropped back down to fourth, and uh, I think that's a big game for them. You know, without Jamal Murray and KCP, you're talking about their second-best offensive player and arguably their best uh, on-ball perimeter defender, and so this is a huge uh, loss for them. But they're a deep team, man. They they got other guys. They got some young guys, Christian Brown, uh, who's out there warming up right now, you know, Peyton Watson. You know, they, they got some guys, man. And it all flows, obviously, with Joker. And so, uh, you know, if you could lose to Charlotte, if you could lose to Portland, you could lose to a shorthanded Denver team, too. Yeah. Dan Essel ain't coming through that door, though. I'll Ooh, tell you that. What about, 
Mahmoud Abdul Raouf. Oh, former oh, king and yeah. nugget. Man, that guy could shoot. Little he Robert Pack? Yeah, Robert <laughs> Pack. Oh, man, we could do this all day. This this got me thinking of the uh, meme and, and things people put on social media where they say guys could just sit around all day and just say names all day. That's yep. what we're doing right now, oh, yeah. you know? Dikembe Mutombo, you know? <laughs> hey, we could just do that for an no, hour. No, no. <laughs> uh, let's see here. In both of the Kings' wins so far over the Nuggets, uh, Monk has scored, I think he scored 23 and 26. So yeah. that seems to be part of this recipe for frying the Nuggets. Uh, the bench has been very productive. Monk yep. has been part of that, but others have uh, scored as well. And then De'Aaron Fox says, I think he had 16 assists the first time and then 10 last week. So those yeah. are three things um, that the Kings have done in both of those games. Uh, I don't know how important they are tonight, but that so far, that's been those have been some of the keys uh, to beating the Nuggets. Yeah, and also, you know, Look at the three-point shooting in the two games. Kings shooting better than 48%. The Nuggets only 29.6%. There you go. Uh, from three-point range. So I, I feel like the Kings have done a good job, you know, winning that three-point battle as well. And so mm -hmm. there are a lot of things in the Kings' favor tonight. I mean, shorthanded Denver team. Uh, you got this team's number. It seems like, you know, you, you, you've been able to figure them out. Think about it. You beat them earlier in the season pretty early and then you just beat them last week too so it's not like you know you beat them two mm -hmm. months ago and now they're a different team or anything like that you've been able to play well against them and I feel like Sabonis gets up for this matchup yeah you know I, I, you know, I think uh, Scott Hastings mentioned that you know like I think Domas understands that he's being compared a lot uh, to the Joker and so uh, I'm looking for a big game from him and don't they – I don't have the exact numbers here, but they play the Nuggets like three times in the next yeah. 14 games or something like that. It's ridiculous. Yeah, we come back here in about two weeks. It's crazy. And uh, played them Friday, play them tonight, and, and then I think two weeks from today. I think it's a Wednesday. Uh, 28th, yeah, 28th. Yeah, two weeks, February 14th. Uh -huh. Valentine's Day, G-Man. G-Man just walked up. <laughs> G-Man, uh, real quick, and I, I don't have a, another uh, mic for you just yet. But this has to be, G-Man, the hardest radio location to get to, my friend. It took me like 20 minutes to get up here to find this. I didn't know where you sat. I mean, you got a bird's eye view right here. You got a nice view of the court and everything. But, man, how did you get up here? Elevator. Right over oh. here. It's really not that You're hard. killing me, too. <laughs> I didn't see the elevator. That's a veteran. And the, and the escalator <laughs> wasn't working or anything. I walked up the steps. I was gassed when I got up here, man. I think I made it in two minutes. Yeah. That's right, the veteran. All right. That's Thanks how for it's coming done. on the show. Thank you. Thank you, G-Man. Thank you, G-Man. I, I expected G-Man to walk up here, be all winded, out of, out of breath like I was, and everything is like, I just took the elevator right around the corner. <laughs> I didn't even see it. I didn't even see it, G-Man. That's good stuff. Good stuff. <laughs> see, that's why he's a veteran, man. You can learn something from the vets I know. out here. I know. Oh, yes, my God. matter of factly, that's oh. how it's done, youngster. Yes. Darn, I don't believe that. I, I literally <laughs> won't because they got the escalators, but I got here so early, the escalators weren't working yet. And so I'm like, shoot, I'm going to have to hoof it up these steps. And sure enough, I did it, but I was gassed. I was sweaty. That's why I had the T-shirt on to start the show because I knew I'd be sweating up a storm. How high up are you? I'm, excuse me. I didn't mean to interrupt you there, but how high up are you? Hold on. Let me see if I can. I'll show you. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> can you see that? 
Uh, let's see. That's All a right. good shot. That's a good no. shot. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. You, okay. The fifty yard line. You're right at half court. Fifty yard yeah. line, but I'm bird's eye level, eye level with the scoreboard, the jumbo. Ah, oh, right. That's when you know you're up. Yeah. All right. Yeah, it's getting a little frosty up there, huh? Yeah, for those uh, who can't see here on the YouTube. I'm already a yeah. mile high. We're in Denver, <laughs> and now I'm like another mile up. It's like, come on, what's going on here? You know, Denver is, uh, they do the, uh, last time I've been there, Southwest Airlines or what, like one of their sponsors. And you know how I go to one, they drop things from the roof. Southwest was one of the sponsors, and they would drop gift cards down at the ball arena. Mm-hmm. And so if you stay up there, which you can't now, but G-Man might be able to reach up and grab a couple of little wow. Southwest Airline wow. gift cards. Oh, yeah. Do you know who Jay is? Johnson said they uh, drop Southwest gift cards from the uh, rafters sometimes. Yeah. So, yeah. G-Man, if you uh, lay out and get a couple, yeah, you help know. your boy out. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, our At least you could friend- do that for me walking on off these steps like that. My God. I need a flight up there next time. Yeah. The great uh, Chris Watkins used to be one of the people that would drop those things from the from the uh, Golden One Rafters. Really? He would be one of the people really? that would drop those things down. But yeah. they're not dropping Southwest Airline cards, though. No, I don't think so. Yeah. I yeah. think last time, was probably a couple of years ago, I went to a Nuggets game out there, and they were, I was surprised. I was like, oh. And they were 100, 200, 500 what? denominations. Yeah. Really? Yes. Hey, All right. Impressive. I was at a Rivercats game one time, and this guy got a T-shirt. You know, the T-shirt can. This is a long time ago. And he opens a T-shirt. It wasn't even a Rivercats T-shirt. It's like some restaurant or something. It's like, I, I don't Sponsorship, no. brother. Yeah. Advertising. Sponsorship, right? Yeah, what yeah. is that? What is yeah. that? All right. What's your uh, level of confidence in the Kings tonight, uh, Drapes? Because I've given up. You know, I ah. heard Frankie and Brendan and Styles and Watkins talking today about, you know, pretty soon we're going to know the Kings. And I'm feeling like, I don't know either. We're never going to know them or this is it, that they're up, they're down, they're up, they're down, and you never know. Um, so I don't know what to expect tonight. I don't know what to expect either. I mean, let's keep it real. This team is consistently inconsistent. You know, I'm going to say a seven and a half. You know, that's how confident I am in tonight. I I do think last night left a bad taste in their mouth. I I thought they played halfway decent last night. And, you know, ideally going into the all-star break, you want this team to to get this win because coming off losing three in a row, if you go into the all-star break having lost three in a row, you know, you're already in eighth place in the Western Conference. I mean – you know, I, I said it last week when I was talking to Katie or, or pre and post game or something. You know, we talk about the stretch run being after the All-Star break. To me, the stretch run has already begun mm-hmm. because this West is so difficult that, you know, you go on a three-game losing streak, you know, you, you might be ninth, you know, by the time next week rolls around or something like that. So, uh, yeah, I, I think the team has to respond tonight. Drapes, how do you lose a game? Not to get bogged down in numbers, but you know, I know I love box scores more than you. But last night, the Kings out rebounded the Suns fifty to thirty nine. The Kings got up ninety five shots, ten more than the right. Suns, and the Kings shot fifty two percent from the floor. Only turned it over thirteen times, and you know, losing that game—that's hard to do. Hard to do, yes, but. The team made 11 more free throws than you because yeah. everything, uh, the shooting percentages were pretty much, you know, even, you know, um, the uh, Suns made a few more threes than you. You made some more twos uh, than they did. But, you know, it comes down to the line. And I think they gave up 36 points in the uh, fourth quarter. That's correct. Uh, allowed the Suns to shoot 60 percent from the field mm. in the fourth quarter. You know, I've always maintained that as the game goes on, your defense should be getting better. 
your defense should be getting stronger. And so to allow them in a crucial, critical fourth quarter to shoot 60%, that's not going to get it done. Okay, I've got a very um, – it's not a pleasant question, but it must be asked, and I'll ask Kyle Draper when we come right back and wrap things up here. Uh, it's a drive, guys, getting you ready for game night and the Kings and the Nuggets on Sackdown Sports. I've got a difficult question for you, Kyle Draper, if I may. Drapes yeah, is in uh, Denver. Uh, check him out tonight. Of course, he's play-by-play for the uh, Nuggets and the Kings, NBC Sports California. And then we'll have the game for you, of course, here on Sackdown Sports. Um, the athletic, the power rankings, I don't spend a lot of time looking at power rankings, <laughs> but it caught my eye that they have them in tiers. So, tier one, these are the teams, that, I think it's Zach Harper wrote this, the contenders, Boston, Minnesota, Clippers, Nuggets, and Oklahoma City. Tier two is brink of contention. We're talking about for the title. Mm-hmm. Cleveland Bucks, Suns, Pelicans, Knicks. Then tier three says playoff teams. And it says these teams probably don't have to worry about slipping into the play-in. Dallas, Orlando, and Sacramento. And, you know, I hope that's the case. To be honest, when I saw that, I thought, whoa, you, you, don't, you don't think the Kings are in danger of falling into the play-in? I mean, hopefully not. But I think that's certainly a reality we have to consider. So my question for you. Again, I'm just asking the question, do we as Kings fans have to worry about the Kings falling all the way out of the play-in? No, 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 no. Did you say out of the yes. play-in turn? Yes. Is that what you – Whitey, I'm, I'm about to have the you question. turn in your Sacramento Kings card. What are you talking – out of the play-in? I'm what? asking the question. And I'm telling you the answer, Whitey. <laughs> that would be ridiculous. That would be uh, – unfathomable okay. like for this Kings team to fall. And, and I understand the schedule's tough. I understand, you know, you got Denver a couple of times. You got the Clippers coming up after the All-Star break. You got some tough games. Minnesota coming up as well. But you got a little bit of a cushion between yourself and the Lakers right now. You got a cushion between yourself and the Golden State Warriors right now. I firmly believe that this all-star break is going to do wonders for this Sacramento Kings team. And so I'm not too concerned. Like, I look at – I said it before. I look at the Pelicans as the team that's overachieving right now Mm -hmm. that, you know, will fall off as the season goes on. I need to look at their schedule. I understand the Kings got, what, the fifth most difficult schedule remaining, but I I can't see this team, you know – falling out of the playoff. Okay, play all right, all right. Yeah. And, and by the way, that whole metric of the most difficult schedule, fifth yeah. most difficult, you know, that varies game to game because, you know, you can have a game that looks like a really hard game, but then when you get to it, well, so-and-so's not playing or, you know, you just – so that doesn't – it doesn't hold as much water, I think, as a lot of people think it does. I agree with you, but, you know, you look at the play-in right now. You brought this up yesterday. Right now in the play-in, you'd have Dallas and the Kings and the Lakers yeah. and the Warriors. You know, yeah. play-in, you'd think, well, that's kind of some teams that are just kind of around the margins trying right. to be respectable. So that's a really good field if that were the play-in field right now. After that, it goes Utah and Houston. And I even I have a hard time. You know, sometimes yeah. I get kind of uh, pessimistic about right. things. But it's hard to see the Kings sliding all the way below uh, Utah or Houston. That's hard to imagine. You, you know what's crazy, Whitey? The top 10 are set. In it, my opinion, the yeah, top 10 are set. I think so. You know, Houston had a great start to the season, but I can't see them making a charge, making a push. Utah just sold off some pieces, so they're rebuilding. And so I think the top 10 are, are is set. You know, to me, it's a race now 
for that 5-6 spot for Sacramento. I think the top four are set. We know the top four teams who they're going to be. And so if they, if the Kings fell out of the play-in, my God. Play-in? Play-in? <laughs> what are we talking Come on now. Oh, Whitey, please. Play-in? Yeah. I'd say wake me up from this nightmare, right? There's, there's zero chance that happens. I yeah. just can't see it. Well, I, I was – I was talking to somebody at the arena last week who was in one of those moods, you know, like, boy, this isn't going well, and they kind of brought that up. So I was just wondering uh, what you thought of that. And I really, if I'm really, really being totally honest, it's it's hard to imagine. That said, as you mentioned, it sure would be nice, and this is the High Flyers big thing, you want to finish in that top six. Everyone knows that, but, right. oh, that makes such a difference. No, 100%. And, and, and it makes such a difference because of what you just mentioned and I mentioned yesterday. Look at the talent you would have to play in the play-in tournament. It's not like you're playing, you know, a, a, a horrible team. You're playing some of the all-time greats, maybe LeBron James, maybe Steph Curry, yeah. Luka Doncic, who could go off for a 50-point triple-double on, on any given night. And so you want to avoid the play-in, I think, at all costs. You have to earn your way, and it's possible you could do it. But I, I'm looking at the standings right now. You know, give me – shoot. Give me the uh, four or five matchup between Phoenix and Sacramento. I wouldn't be afraid of the Phoenix Suns. Like, I feel like we played them tough. You know, if we had the 6-3 matchup with the Clippers, now that's a tough one. That's a tough one. But, you know, I, I don't want a one game to move on against LeBron – or Steph, or Luka. I just don't want that. I said before the season started the Kings would be fifth and they'd play OKC and they would be fourth in the first round. I I don't know about that, but I would sure take that. By the way, right now on ESPN NBA Countdown, they have a question. Not The question isn't, have the Warriors gotten their splashback? It's, how have the Warriors gotten their splashback? So <laughs> everybody's very high on the surging Warriors, and they have. Obviously, in all fairness, they didn't get LeBron at the deadline, which right. they apparently attempted, but they've won five in a row. Lakers have won two in a row. Pelicans have won two in a row. Uh, Minnesota's won three in a row. So you just can't go into anything close to any kind of losing streak and expect to, to, to fare well in this Western Conference right now. I'll tell you what, though, man. The Warriors, they, they must be the luckiest team alive because they, they got a big matchup with the Clippers and no Kawhi Leonard tonight. Hmm. The, the Warriors have been beaten up on bad teams, teams missing stars. They had the one nice win against Phoenix when Steph hit the, the dagger. Miracle three. win. Miracle win. They should have lost that game. Other than that, they've beaten some so-so teams. And so uh, they're going to catch a break tonight. I'm still not sold on, on the Warriors at all. They're playing better basketball. You know, I, I still think Draymond is a loose cannon. At some point, he's going to, you know, uh, explode. And so – uh, I, I'm not worried about the Warriors catching the Kings, to be honest with you. I, I think here's the thing with the Kings, Whitey. They are good enough to beat anybody. And so when you watch the Kings play and watch them, let's say, lose games, it's not about the opponent. It's about them. It's about them needing to be better. It's about them you know, not turning the ball, ball over. It's about them making free throws down the stretch. It's about them doing the better job in perimeter defense. I don't think they go into any game and we're like, oh, they're overmatched. They have no shot. No, they can beat anybody if they play good basketball. They just need Keegan to be more consistent. 
and more aggressive. Yeah. And that needs to be something that you can count on night in and night out. Because he definitely has that in his makeup. I'm not saying he's going to average 27 a game, but that's a guy that you know he's going to get 18 to 20. That's definitely something that we know already. I believe that that's something he's capable of. Right. And it's just, you know, he makes strides towards that and has those big nights. And then, in, you know, February, he's been searching. Yeah, he's been searching. And, you know, it's, you know, I don't know if it's Mike Brown running things for him or, you know, Keegan himself taking more of a, a role. Like, you know, one thing I, I wonder about this Kings team, too, is who's our hype man? Who's our bet in somebody's ear saying, yo, you're nice, you're the dude. Like, who's the guy building players up? Who's the locker room leader? Who's the guy that, you know, inspires players? You know, I don't know who it is. Maybe it's Malik. Maybe it's De'Aaron, you know, because him and Keegan – are close, but I think Keegan needs a shot of, yo, you're the man. You're the dude out here. Go be it. You know, I think Doug Christie does a great job of that as an assistant coach, but I, I wonder if we have any players that, you know, uplift the guys in, in that way as well. Well, Drapes, you have a great call tonight. Uh, we're All looking right. forward to having you back with us uh, tomorrow. Uh, good luck to the Kings. Stick around because game night with the High Flyer and Scott Marsh is next right here as we get you ready for the Kings and the Nuggets on Sackdown Sports.